what are the benefits you find for all of you to be able to come together and work that way? What do you see as kind of, you know, the one thing that holds you all together? Welcome to this week's episode of Hey Homegirl. Hey homegirls, today we are in California with Megan Shank, broker owner of Three Lagoons Real Estate, serving North County, San Diego. On today's episode, we are chatting about becoming the mayor of your town, giving back to your community in unique ways to help build your business, and how Megan opened her brokerage after a not-so-traditional start in our industry. I'm so excited to have you join us, so let's get started. Hello, everybody. Thank you today for joining us on this week's edition of Hey Homegirl. Today, I am interviewing Megan Shank from Carlsbad, California, and I'm so excited to have her on today. Hello. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, no, thank you. It's, it really means so much of me to be able to feature women from all over the country. And back in the day, I was in Buffini coaching. And so I always knew where Carlsbad war- was because he would talk about things that would happen in his community or sometimes the horrible fires that you guys have out there or the beauty of your community from the flower fields to the beautiful coastal views. So it was always meant a lot to me when you and I first got to connect because I could actually like envision where you are. Yeah. Well, the fires came literally up to, we live on a Canyon. So it came literally up to our house. <laughs> we evacuated the neighbors that were like working out of town. We picked up people's cats and computers and took everything out. And then, and then also in regards to the flower field, I just was there last week because my son's field trip was there. So you're yeah. hitting all of our, like, yeah, they're just yeah, that's, so that's my jam. beautiful. You know, <laughs> you're, you're very lucky to live in an area that has that much beauty. Yeah. We don't take it for granted. And every single day, especially right now, the wildflowers, we've gotten a lot of rain, I'm sure you've heard. And so the wildflowers, it's just beautiful. You've got the coast, you've got the green hillside, the wildflower, it's absolutely the palm trees. It's We feel incredibly blessed and grateful. So one of the things that I love about the way you've built your business is you are so community focused. You know, you love on your community. And I think it's really, really inspirational because you touch on lots of different parts of your community. I'll talk to agents and they'll, you know, they'll be in the schools or they'll be in the chamber or they'll be in their rotary club or they'll be in your in their senior center. But you really are trying to fill the whole gamut of that. And I just think that that's great. Thank you. Carlsbad, it's first, you know, it's it's home. This is where we're retiring. We're going to spend every day, you know, for the rest of our lives. And so I just wanted to really invest in the community that I appreciate and love so much. I feel like it's, I should be giving back and should be getting involved. One, because I think it's the right thing to do. And two, why not? These are the people you're, you're seeing at the grocery stores and, you know, going to school with and, interacting with on a daily basis. So I feel like it's just such a natural thing to do and that we we all should be involved in trying to make it a little bit better than where where it is in the past. So it's fun and it's too. It's a super fun way to build your yeah. business. Yes. You know? It's a very natural fun. It's all people I really enjoy spending time with and it's fun. I mean, we laugh about situations and it's just a very pleasurable experience. Awesome. And so tonight you have an event this evening that you've kind of orchestrated. Yes. So the PTA, the community, you know, just food drives. I am in charge of our kids give back program within our school chamber. I'm <laughs> our church. There's a bunch of different outlets all together just within the city. So anyway, tonight there's, we're meeting for just a happy hour gathering of the first grade moms in our school. A lot of people are new and that, you know, we have a lot of people from all over different people come for the climate. So we have a lot of people from different areas that may not know everybody or be well connected yet. And it's a little intimidating at first. So we wanted to ha- have something fun and welcoming so people can get to know each other 
So we're going to one of the local restaurants and yeah, having a fun little evening out. Oh, that's awesome. Do you invite the moms and the dads or just the moms? Just the moms this time. <laughs> we, you know, our school does a great job of community events and have, we just had a parents night out like a big gala, but this is just for the moms to get to know one another. Oh, I think that's so great. And it's a great way to kind of build your business. So you've been in real estate for a while now. Yes. Did you always find that that was the way that you were building your business or was it a situation that you kind of built up to it? I built up to it. I'm not a big fan of, uh, there's so many different ways to build your business. So it's really what works for your personality and how you want to do things. For me, it was so much easier and fun to build it by being involved in the community and being just involved and getting these natural relationships established. I don't like the awkwardness. I don't like making people feel uncomfortable. So for me, cold calling's you know, difficult. And so I thought I want to get involved anyway, I, especially my kids' school. It was a no brainer. Yeah. I, I want to be there. So I want to get involved in the community. I want to know what's going on and contribute. So it was a very natural way to do that. Oh, that's awesome. What was the first community event you started to do? Um, I've done, gosh, I've done a lot of different things. Like I said, I've been involved in the chamber. I've been in, we have three lagoons, realities named after the three lagoons here in Carlsbad. And as we love the outdoors. So we've gotten involved in the lagoon centers. They have a, a discovery center for kids. We've gotten in, we've volunteered for their 5Ks and different events and their galas I volunteered for. So we've there's such a wide variety of things. Like for women that are looking to expand their lead pillars or to look look at doing business a different way, maybe more relational like this, would you say that kind of looking at your community and seeing what there is to volunteer in first versus like throwing a big event right off? Yeah, I would say find something that's of interest to you, whether it's if you are an animal, if you're a dog person, maybe throw get go to the dog parks, get to meet people and see, hey, is there some kind of, you know, something fun, like portraits with your pups or something like that. And do something that you can like gravitate people, like-minded people will gravitate to similar interests. It makes it so much easier. Or if there's a ton of kids in the community, maybe you do an ice cream truck event, or if you want to, there's wine tasting and there's some great brewer or breweries nearby. I would say just try to get something that you're excited about because it's so much easier like the lagoon, they're fantastic. All these, this nonprofit and I believe in it. My kids have gone to camp. They've so it's so easy to support it. And because I yes. believe it firsthand, and then you just gravitate with other like-minded people. And when it's in your own community, you have that natural buy-in anyway, you want to yeah. see those things succeed in your community. Yeah. It's beneficial to everybody here. So, oh, that's awesome. So when you run a brokerage and you have a small team, do you as a team sit down in a calendar year, maybe at the beginning of the year or break it down into sections of the year and think, okay, these are the events we want to do, or do you wait for those events to kind of fall into your lap? Or is it a mix of both? No, we have a, so our marketing gal is fantastic. She's extremely organized. And so we sit through and we have a calendar highlighted, color-coded that has um, marketing events that we're doing, different things going on on the calendar. Like we have concert in the park. And so there's three different parks. There's eight concerts throughout the summer. So we do flyers, we have wine glasses, we get it out to our farm area, past clients and promote it. And then we're there at most of the concerts anyway, as a family and with friends. And so it's just a natural, normal, easy way. And so we, we have all this stuff planned throughout the year. That way it's easy and done and we're not scrambling, hopefully not scrambling. So I think you have a really interesting real estate background when you look at your development as an agent. So you started off in the mid 2000s, correct? Yes. 2006. Mm -hmm. With all like brand new construction. Yeah. 
So I worked for a national home builder and I was hired on as the broker liaison. So I would call on different brokerages from large franchises to small independents and everything in between. I would do office presentations and let them know about our different communities throughout San Diego and establish relationships, keep them, you know, when they brought clients in to purchase new homes, 50% of the sales were from real estate agents. And so it was my job to keep that relationship going. So they would bring, continue bringing clients to our communities. So it was neat because I got to see how large brokerages ran. I got to see how small mom and pop ran and everything in between. So it was a really neat experience. Yeah. And you got to, as a newer agent, you really got to see what other successful agents were doing and what other maybe not so successful agents were doing and kind of be able to learn off of that, which I think is really interesting. That's not something that a ton of agents get right out of the gate. They don't get to see the gamut of what our industry in your like local community has to offer. And it taught you how to network from an early, an early point in your business. Yeah. Cause I was, yeah. Cause you have to stand in front of crowds. You have to, or, you know, you're giving, you're speaking to people that have already been in the business 25, 30 years. And here I was, you know, freshly out of college going, okay. (laughs) And organizing these big events too, for, you know, a new community got released. We would have a big, big open house style event. And we were trying to get as much realtors from the community out there and hype up the event and have a successful sales from it. So it puts you out of your comfort zone, um, but that's how you grow. So it's, it's great. It was wonderful experience. And so then you took that and you took all that knowledge, which is way more than I think most agents have. And you just decided I'm going to open up my own brokerage. I'm, I'm done selling these model homes. I've built up enough of a name and reputation in my area. And you went out and you did that. You started started your own brokerage without having that traditional broker experience before or agent experience. Yeah. So it's very non-traditional. You talked to probably a hundred agents. I think there's maybe me that might've done went that route. <laughs> I love that. So, but I felt, you know, I, I got to see, like you said, successful agents. And I thought I could do this. I know I can do this. So I got my broker's license and I knew that there was enough resources or I felt comfortable enough taking that risk, thinking there's enough resources out there that I can glob onto and, and educate myself. And so, yeah, basically I, I got my broker's license and I wanted something hyper local to the community, which is how three lagoons uh, came about the three lagoons in Carlsbad. And I really wanted something hyper focused. So the intention was very community based from the get-go to answer your question from a while back. So. Yeah. But I think that's so important. And I think as agents, we find so many newer agents that just want this big, huge area. And they think about, you know, their sales in terms of that. But if you did just really focus on the areas that you love and the people that are already in them, you can build a really, really successful business. Yeah. And I could speak, you know, it, it's funny because geographically, it really best serves a client because I, I, I know everything about this community. I know summer camps. I know what parks there are. I know the libraries, the post office. I could tell you who works, you know, where I could tell you when they open the new restaurant down the street and who's the owners. Like we are hyper-focused in our community and it really helps. So especially we get a lot of people from out of the area and I literally can speak firsthand. I can help them walk through how to sign up for how to get, you know, who's the hairdresser, who's the dentist that you want. It's it's been very successful for for that and very just fun and and natural. So if we kick it back 10 years ago and we think about where you were just starting this brokerage without having traditional brokerage experience, what was one of the biggest challenges that you found? Well, it was, it's actually, it's pretty funny. So, you know, you're starting your own business, you're wearing every hat possible. There was times where I was trying to code to build my own website. So I'm literally learning code, which I don't know anything about code. And so I'm trying to build a website and I'm trying, you know, finding the 
resources out there. And then also just delegating, I think over time and experience, you learn your, you know, you're trying to do everything yourself in the beginning. And then you realize that's one, not feasible and can make you go crazy. But I feel like you need to learn and build up. And, and then as things get easier and delegate, use your time more wisely. And so last year would have been your 10 year anniversary being your own brokerage. Mm-hmm. If you could go back and tell yourself something 10 years ago, what would it have been? Thank you for listening to today's episode. We're not quite finished yet, but as the home girl of your hometown, I would love to pass the mic to you so that you can share your story and some of your secrets with the homegirl community. To apply, please go to howtobeahomegirl.com in the show notes. Gosh, that's a good question. I don't think I would change anything because I'm very happy where we're at. I'm very happy with the life work balance. Uh, I went, awesome. I did. Yeah. I think learning to get additional resources and help would be something that I would say buy more real estate 10 years ago. That's what I would tell myself. <laughs> but that's the perfect thing for people right now to be hearing, yeah. you know, because we look at it across the nation. If you look at where the prices have gone and how many people have invested in real estate, I think that right now people are a little bit shy to do that. We know in 10 more years, it's just going to be that much more valuable because God doesn't make it any more land unless yeah. you're in the Netherlands, you know? Yeah. And so your, your office is a, it's not a huge office. It's more of like a boutique type of office. You don't have a brick and mortar space. You all working virtually. And I'm a military wife. So I have a pretty strong military background. And I just think it's interesting. The people that have aligned with you, the teammates in your office are primarily military heavy, correct? Yep. We're 50% military. We have a military division and they are fantastic. They are organized on the ball, get it done and absolutely fantastic. (laughs) But you're, you've never been in the military. No. (laughs) So that's so, but that's so interesting because you were able to attract that and they really are, you know, an unbelievable, if you come from the military and go into be a real, being a real estate agent, as long as you have some sort of personality connection, I think anybody in the military can be phenomenal at at our job because you're very organized, you're regimented, you know how to get up and have to work every day. And you don't feed into some of the typical drama that our industry perpetuates sometimes, you know, they're, yeah, they were fast learners. They got it done. They, like you said, you said exactly. Exactly. They're systematic. So, you know, like I said, one was a client, it was a former client and we just got all got along really, really well. And so he joined the broker, got licensed and joined the brokerage and he goes, I want to start a military division. I said, that's absolutely fantastic. I think we should. And so what uh, base is in your backyard? Camp Pendleton in Oceanside is right here. Yeah. And so for your whole crew working virtually, what are the benefits you find for all of you to be able to come together and work that way? What do you see as kind of, you know, the one thing that holds you all? together. Well, the nice thing is that every, it's a, I think it's a specific personality style. Uh, You know, I think obviously you have to be self-motivated. You can't, I'm not there to know if you're showing up at eight o'clock in the morning or if, you know, I don't know, but we do touch base. We have a very good open communication as far as just pick up the phone and we, you know, we talk, we text, we stay in communication. We do, you know, fun get togethers for the holidays and things like that to keep camaderie together. Otherwise we just know what we have to do and do it. So it's been great. It's, it's super great. I mean, it and allows- those are the type of people that you're going to keep continuing to, you know, want they're going to want to come to you because they know that you're workers. You guys yeah. are viewers, you know? Yeah. We're all very, you know, go-getters and know what to do. And then what's nice is that since we do work from home, we have a little overhead. So it's just more that can get invested into the community. It's more that we can sponsor a school or sponsor a program or do something to support 
support a nonprofit in the community, it works. It, it works all the way around. Oh, so great. I love that even 10 years ago, you had the wherewithal and the foresight to be able to start something and have the confidence in it and stick with it. Because you, when COVID hit, you already had it down. You already knew what was going on, you know, and you knew how to function in that type of setting where you didn't have to be in front of your agents every second of every day. Yeah, it was very, you know, it, as big of an impact, obviously, as it was in all other areas, at least our work way was min- minimally affected. What are some of the great systems that you've put in place to support your business? Well, it's funny coaching, you know, so I'm, I've been in coaching for a number of years and that's something that we focus on and focused <laughs> continually to always get better. You know, we hired our marketing gal who's been absolutely fantastic. She is a human system. She's helped clean up so much of my database, my my personal computer. She's with the calendar of what we're doing and it's all out there. It's all ahead of time. We know the cost. We have everything broken down by how many people it's touching and how, you know, awesome. everything. So those are some of the systems we use bomb bomb for years. I did that. We've used email marketing. We have our videos. So we do a, a big channel and trying to make it just consistent and knock it out. Where are some of your favorite spots to advertise your business? I like, honestly, because I've got young kids and we are so invested into the school. And so I've got banners. Everybody knows principal's like, Hey, it's all your, you know, it's all one of your signs. And so I'm talking to the principal about it. Or I'm, so I like the school because I, when my kids go there, we, I am the families, we love the families in the community. And then also just the lagoon, we do a lot of involvement within there because my, my kids go there. We enjoy it. We know the CEO, it's just, they're great people that are doing well and doing good things in our community. Yeah. So most of it is very community focused advertising. Yeah. And then your favorite social media platforms, Instagram and YouTube and YouTube. Oh, that's awesome. So, so good. Have you put out a lot of community videos or how regularly are you doing that? I need to do more. And in fact, our community videos have had a great reach. I mean, great. Not like I'm some of the guys that my kids watch that have like 500 billion. No, that's not us. Yeah. But good for me. <laughs> we had like 14, and good for 000. Carlsbad. Yes. For my little community. I'm not Mr. Beast or <laughs> the other guys, but we've had like 14,000 views on one video and 12,000, I think on another community video. We've gotten direct listings because of our videos. It's even bypassed me going on face to face interviews for a job because they feel that they have enough information from our videos and who I am as a person. And like I said, we have people from out of the area. So this gives a nice overview of our community videos or who we are as a brokerage. Yeah. When I watched your community videos, I think that was the part, the takeaway that I got was that you really got a sense of what it was like to live in that area. And because you do have people that are relocating from all over the world to that area of the country, I think it is important to be able to put something out that's not super salesy, but talks about the passion of the community like you did. Yeah. Thank you. It was so good. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you liked it. (laughs) Yeah. Super good. Was it difficult for you to get on video or was that something that came pretty naturally? It's always nerve wracking because you're putting yourself out there. So it's, you know, even gosh, a a social media post or a video, or if I send something to my database, you're going, here we go. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> but it's, I, you know, over time it is part of life and I feel like you, you need to do it. And, you know, I guess if you back to your question on what something 10 years ago, it would have been to brand, how can I maximize and just brand the heck out of myself 10 years ago uh, and put myself out there even more. So stare times 10, yes. 10 years ago. That's a great piece of advice because I do think people are, some people are hesitant to get started, but then once you get started, you realize what so many people say done is better than perfect. And if you can just post it and forget it, 
it and not worry about maybe your KPIs or your, you know, how many views or all of that stuff. And it's done and it's out there. It's good. It's good. And you never know when you're going to get these referrals. You know, people I went to high school with had a cousin who relocated and they, it's just, it's wild how these referrals come about or, or people that you don't even think are watching or, and then it's like, oh, well, I know somebody who somebody, or so it's really neat to kind of see that happen just from video or just from a post or, you know, continuously posting, but see it come to fruition. How do you juggle mom life and real estate? That is a fantastic question. Cause I currently have a sick child downstairs right now. Who should be in school right now, but isn't, I have no magic magic. None of us have magic. Nice. We just get up every morning and do, but right. yeah, pivot. I could say just being flexible, pivot, have a really good attitude. And luckily most people I work with in they understand because they also are in similar positions and we're all just doing the best we can. I get as much done while they're at school. And I've also made it a priority to be involved in the school, pick them up from, you know, take them to their practices, just be very involved. And so I just try to get as much done in that constrained time and times where I do take phone calls in my garage or my yeah. backyard or in a closet. And just you make the, it work. Yes. Just do the best we can. And this job is not a nine to five. So I also have to give myself great. I would be really hard on myself sometimes, but then I'm like, well, I'm also working Saturday. So if I am on a Wednesday afternoon at my kids practice, I need to just give myself grace so that it's not going to be the schedule and we just have to work with it. Or if you have to run out in the evening for showings, it's okay to take a couple hours in the middle of the day to go to a recital or a game or something else. Yeah. I love that you use the word grace. I think that us as females all need a little bit more of that in our lives. And even exercising, you know, for a while I was like, I can't exercise. I need to either work or be with the kids. I can't. And then I'm like, what am I? No, no, no. We're going to take time out and we're going to do things that are healthy for my sanity. Yeah. I did a post about that yesterday because I, I'm just shocked how difficult it is sometimes for females, for moms and wives to show up for themselves. And yeah. I'm slowly starting to learn that if I show up for myself first, I'm a better version of myself for the other people in my life that need me. I know. And even just putting it in my calendar, it's an appointment for me is, but because I need to do it, otherwise it won't happen. And then just, it's a bad cycle. So this is a much yeah. more positive. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So for the other females that are looking to get into our industry or maybe have just gotten started in our industry, what's one piece of advice you could give to them that might help empower them to do something outside their comfort zone or help them take control of their business? Advice is is do it. Just do it. You're give it your best. Stay motivated. Don't give up all the little things. It's it's like a baby. You can't just sprint. You're not going to get immediate results, but you can just do the things that you need to do and it will pay off long-term. So every day, you know, even if it's only, I can only spend so many hours on this, just cut that out and do it every single day and you will build your business and you will do it and give yourself grace. Don't have a ton of guilt. You're going to, moms always guilt ourselves on everything Mm -hmm. and just try not to have guilt and take this and know you're building something great and you're helping change lives and your, your own life as well as others and try to think big picture and just do the things every day. Yeah. And you're impacting your community. Yeah. And that's, what's so neat is I get to see people build wealth and, you know, generational wealth that they're, they're doing, they're doing the things that, and it's amazing. And it's like, when people say we couldn't have done this without you or like, Oh my gosh, it's it's so personally rewarding. Yeah. It is the best. It's crazy to think how intense our relationships get with our clients, but it's only for like a short period of time. I know everything about that. I know their kids. I know what they did. I know what practice they were at. And they, (laughs) you know, what arguments they got in their spouse about, about, Uh the dishes not getting done, not about the houses, but we see these really intimate parts of other people's lives that they don't really share with other people. 
you know, 60, 90 day transaction period with them. And we get to hold that and be there for them during that. And yeah, we follow up afterwards, but it's just not the same as it's when that you're in that. Yeah. Cause there's times we talk multiple times a day, every day for 60 or 90 days. Yeah. I know everything. Yeah. It's a steak last night. You ate, I know you like the medium. <laughs> Did you like the restaurant that I referred you to? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. With the dentist that I sent you to. <laughs> Uh, I think that's great advice for, for, you know, other women in our industry, just to realize that you really, you need to be consistent. You need to show up every day consistently and you don't have to do all the big glitzy things. You don't have to have a billboard in your first year and you don't need to pay for high price advertising or get all of the apps or go all the girls in my office. They all want to buy pens. They're all like, let's buy pens. I'm like, I've never 23 years in this business. I've never bought a pen. I'm never buying a pen, but it's just showing up consistently and doing the daily tasks that are a little bit challenging to grow yourself that will have a compounded effect. Yeah. And putting yourself out there too. It's it's always scary and makes you have butterflies in your stomach, but I feel like you just do it and it's fine. And, And I think a lot more is just worse off in your head of what you think the reality will be. And there's much more positive that come from it. Oh, Megan, thank you so much for sharing all of your insight and your history with us today. It was so great to learn about Carlsbad and how you've helped impact that community. Thank you for having me. It's always get so nice to get to speak with you and catch up with you. And I love, you know, even just saying it out loud, it reiterates it just, it's exciting because it's why we do what we do. So it's great to talk about it. Yep. I agree. Thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. And if you're ever in Carlsbad, stop by. I will show you everywhere and everything that there is. (laughs) Oh, I'm definitely going to make a trip. I promise. Thank you.